Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. Every Monday and Thursday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Feel that guitar riff, baby. <laughs> J Train Podcast here. a studio audience capacity, a virtual studio audience here at Feather Nation Studios. Very excited to be back. And people, we do this podcast Monday and Thursday, but we also have a Patreon thing going on. I got Shelby here on the ones and twos. Shelby, you're involved with this Patreon. Tell people how great this service is. It's a service. I mean, you're getting not just one... Not one. Not just two, but three two. little bonus things a week. So. Three little bonus things. Let's not minimize. I mean, like, they're big bonuses. Three separate types of shows. You're getting three different. Th- th- uh, it's a network. It's not like five. We're tossing up five minutes there. It's a full, no, 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 no. It's a full chunk. It's a full chunk. And for $5 a month, they, they call that a deal. I'm, I'm here in Boca, and... I, you know, everyone in Boca knows deals. That's a deal. Five bucks a month. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We should put out one episode of Luxury Lounge because that's the hit, I think. That's our Seinfeld. Yeah, it's, it brings in the community. Yeah, because people put their luxury complaints and then I complain with them. So you get to be a part of it. You write out your complaint and then you get to hear how... I'll take it or whether, and I always agree. That's the beauty of Luxury Lounge. You come in with your complaints and I'm with you even before you start complaining. I'll find a way to sing with you. You're, you're right there with them. You're, 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 you're in the battle. That's right. I'm, 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 I'm there at the front lines with you. And listen, I'm doing live shows. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia, we're coming. And Albany, New York, we're coming there as well. So jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com for all the tickets. And I'm back in New York, kind of. Like, I'm taping from Boca, but I expect to be back in New York. It's coming alive a little bit. How do you feel about New York City, Shelby? What, do you, what are your feelings? I, I, I haven't really gotten your temperature take of the, of, of the city. I mean, it's been fine with me the whole time. I mean, people have said, oh, it's dead, <laughs> and oh, it's so violent, but uh, I haven't really experienced that. I've gone, you, I mean, I've had people be like, oh, I rode the subway for the first time in a year, but it's like, if you're wearing a, what do you believe in? Are you wearing a mask? <laughs> so, like, then do it. Like, you yeah, don't they- go to a fucking house party, <laughs> but if you're wearing a mask, you can go to, like, uh, the store. Like get, I, a, the get dramatic, a grip at some point. I well, this is the I I, I I'm I'm with you, Shelby. I think we 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 agree on these things. The the dramatics from the people that are like, you know, it's interesting that the same people that are like believe in science are the same people that are like, I don't know if I can walk in a grocery store ever you're again. Me and you like, look bad. Right. I'm doing all you're the on good their stuff, side. And you're making me look crazy. You're going yeah, but, on a date and you're sitting on benches like 
14 feet apart, like <laughs> then don't do it. Like, that, so how do you go to the store? This has always <laughs> been my problem with the pandemic. And I've said this from a few months into it. It's the lack of information creates fear. And all I want is a panel of eight scientists. They should have taken PBS, turned it into the science network and then just repeated uh, percentages uh, all day long. Oh, we walk by each other. You're not wearing a mask. I'm wearing a mask. What are the percentages? You know, repeat those percentages. And as they change, they change. But like the percentages of going to the store with mask on, you know, going outdoor dining. You know, it just feels like everyone's making these things up on the fly. I'm with you, Shelby. I Listen, this is our – we're doing Luxury Lounge right now. We're, we're complaining together. This is the duet that we do every Wednesday on Patreon. Guess, but your eight scientists are like Dr. Fauci, who like well, that's why I want a, eight. He's on a different well, uh, podcast every day. Can we say think, like you're not a bad guy, but you really like going on any like why are you on Rich Eisen's podcast? Listen, the Fauci. You thing, have a lot of free time. It's again, we live in the gray here. We live in land of empathy, and I'm I was a Fauci fan, but I don't know if he. He's not really good at delivering messages. Let's just say that. And he keep, and you're right. And he keeps going on every show. There's a time where it's like, why don't you wait? Because people listen to him. So, like, he has to understand the power he has. I, I mean, we're getting into a different type of podcast right now. But I, I'm, I'm with you on it does feel like Fauci doesn't understand how Twitter works and how people take one line of everything you say and it's gospel and – and then everyone sits there and they're like, and, and you make people go, you know, everyone's running back and forth, it seems, right? I mean, he's on a, he's doing a different interview, I mean, every day. I know there's different problems that deal with his job other than COVID. Like, well, you know, like, so what do you, like, <laughs> you have other stuff to do, no? Like, how do you, man, we are he does more podcasts more than, than you do. I, I And that's a lot of podcasts. I'm doing like 30 a week. So, yeah, he's doing a lot. Here's the other problem, and it's and it's a doctor issue. You ever talk to a doctor with bad bedside manner? It's not a good talk because they always err on the side of the most negative thing possible. And it's like, okay, so if you go to the doctor, you'll go, so I have this thing. I Like I had this like I, I get these pressures in my head and I think they're pressure headaches. And I've said to doctors, I'm like, I get these pressure headaches. And they go, yeah, it's a pressure. It might be a pressure headache. It might be uh, your it might be your last day on Earth. And you're like, what? And you're like, well, what are the percentages here? Like, like, you know, communicate this to me in a better way. And it, it feels like Fauci's in kind of that world where he doesn't understand the marketing that needs to go on right now. Yeah, like some people think you're like a pedophile who eats kids. Like you have to understand that, sir. <laughs> like, and that's not going away. Are there people that think that about him? <laughs> the Q people probably do. And going on Dan Patrick's show is not going to help that, man. Like, just go Listen, do your work. Put on your white coat. You can hear Shelby's science and political uh, podcast, uh, uh, Shel Shelby Shelby Shits, uh, every Monday. <laughs> We got to start a podcast for you. Need a podcast, Shelby? No, never. No thanks. No, you just air them out at the first five minutes of this show. So listen, very happy to have Shelby back. We got the studio audience. Uh, we have a very special guest. And okay, Pete, hit that button, Shelby. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. It's a guest we've heard before. The hilarious comic 
She has a special out on Epics called Unprotected Sets. Kelsey Cook, thank you for coming on. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. This is fun this to is be a-, a return guest now and get a special song. I love it. You're you're back. Special songs. Everyone needs to go follow at Kelsey Cook Comedy. What do you do? You have a. Do you, do you hear kind of the frustration in Shelby's voice? Are you hearing this frustration? Of I've never heard Shelby speak so much in my whole life. Granted, I either. haven't been around you many times, but I feel like you're usually a man of few words. Listen, he's he's enraged today, and I'm with. I I do agree with the messaging here. Is that the messaging seems flawed? We need positivity. We need to push people. To, you know, and maybe he's not the guy, but how are you, Kelsey? What's going on? Where we are, we are talking from opposite sides of the country. This is the beautiful 2021 world we live in. Yes, uh, it's things are good. I mean, for the most part, hitting the road again lately, and it's so nice to perform in places with a ceiling again and not yeah. just these weird outdoor shows where like the laughter just goes to the sky and dies and like you hear (laughs) you know what I mean like it just doesn't feel like anything yeah it it is it's one of those things I mean on the subject of luxury issues like nobody's trying to get the world back so comedians can have a ceiling to tell jokes under but that's what we care about the most that's what we need (laughs) yeah right there are what's the deal with doing comedy on a street corner (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Perfect. I love that. So you're in Washington State. One of my favorite places to go. I love fun, nice people. I I, I are you enjoying being there? Yeah, you know, it's my it's my hometown and uh I do really love this place. Even I I shit on it all the time. We used to be the meth capital of America for a minute now there. That's America. Now it's all of America. Yeah. I mean, it's there's some rough areas and there's some also really beautiful areas. And I did really miss just nice people. You forget yeah. like I think being I was in LA for the last six years and um people are just shits, man. They're godless animals down there. And I've I never got used to when I would open a door for somebody in LA and they would just blow right by me. Because being yeah. from Spokane, it's like everybody's so nice everybody's very polite uh and then la people do that or like they don't return their shopping carts that shit drives me in fucking sane it's like oh my god there was a uh i used to live in a building in new york where there was this person that would take the cart up to their apartment then just put in the elevator and that was how they brought it down like as if the elevator was just like that's the end of their story oh my god nothing drove me more not like how do you have the confidence to do that just raised by wolves that is mind-blowing to me or people who (laughs) hoist the (laughs) the sound effects are so funny to me people who hoist the shopping cart into the median like where it's like bark and a tree people will fit i'm like that take just go walk it the 10 feet fucking lunatic i mean that's so crazy to me to me I, i and i blame it on having dreams I think New York and L.A., everyone has dreams, so they're huge narcissists, so they've lost that thought of, like, maybe holding the door for three seconds or putting the cart back the right way. Like, I think when you have dreams, you are so self-involved that you forget about everyone else on Earth, and you forget that, like, hey, fucking chill out for a second. 
Get him yes. out of here. It's get so here. people get, get so here. zoomed. <laughs> <laughs> people get so zoomed in <clears throat> in LA and in New York, and they mm. don't really think about other people a lot of the time. I think. Well, we want people to go watch your special. It's on Epics right now. It's called, and it's it's a. They, there was a few tapes, right? There was like a whole group of you guys. Everyone did thirty yeah. minutes. And did you tape this during COVID? <laughs> I did, yeah. So it was at a place called Castaway in Burbank. It's this beautiful outdoor venue, and Epics put out a series of 30-minute stand-up specials. And it's kind of like a period piece in a way mm. because at first I was like, oh, well, this is never how I pictured doing my first comedy special. Sure. It's like outdoor, socially distanced, that whole thing. But then I was also like, I'm never going to get to shoot a comedy special again like this. So yeah. it's kind of nice. And I got to do some COVID material and just things about what was happening in my life right then. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really happy with how it turned out. I think Epics did a great job with it. So yeah, it's, um, it's part of the series called Unprotected Sets on Epics. Yeah, go. Everyone go watch it. And I'm going to connect to Kelsey's Instagram on my Instagram at Kelsey Cook Comedy. Go follow, go get involved. Kelsey's hilarious. She has a podcast as well called Self Helpless that you guys, it's you and um, Taylor Tomlinson and mm -hmm. Delaney Fisher. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Doing, and it's self-help. It's all like uh, wellness type of stuff. And I was on there. We did a, we did an episode together. We did. Yeah, it's, it's comedic self-help because the three of us are comedians. And so we always have a little bit of, um, kind of that angle of like is this i mean is this real or is this total bullshit right like sure it's cynicism totally um but we also are three basic white girls who are just total suckers for the self-help oh my god i mean <laughs> nobody World, nobody yeah. speaks to that more than me i i mean i'm sitting there anything i'm like oh it's a cream that gets sort of fat i'm in <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up, yeah. White people and so we like running to jump on some bullshit. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. White people, we yep. jump on bullshit very quickly. <laughs> That's our podcast intro right there. That audio, uh, yeah. It there's and there's so many new things all the time to try yeah. and new documentaries to watch and and all of that. So we like getting into all that, but we also love having people come on who are professionals in each field. We just had Dr. Um, Romani on, <clears throat> mm -hmm. excuse me, who is um, an expert in narcissism and narcissistic personality disorder. She just did um, Red Table Talk with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and that uh, that whole great show. So she came on and did ours and was just amazing. So we love having experts of topics that we have listeners writing in and being like, hey, can somebody come on and talk about this in a professional way because we're not i mean we aren't qualified to speak on those sort of things and so that's been cool of too. of course plus comics are really good at asking stupid questions and sometimes sure. stupid questions need to be asked it's the questions that people are afraid of asking the you know the things that you go eh, eh, that someone would like right ah I don't want to, you know, in, in front of room comics and a podcast what better place to have those questions raised Exactly. Yeah. So having having people like her come on and then we just that episode got so much feedback. So many people then had even more questions about mm -hmm. about that personality disorder. And so then we had on it's coming out in like a week or two. We had a guy who's like viral on TikTok, who's a 
self-aware narcissist. Like he's been diagnosed with NPD and then he does videos from his perspective of what happens in his brain. So we got to ask him a bunch of questions and that was really interesting. So anyway, that's, that's coming out soon. Everyone go check out self helpless comes out every, what day a week you guys come out Monday, Mm -hmm. every Monday, go check it out. Uh, Kelsey's hilarious. Go check out the, the special it's on epics, unprotected sets. Go, go, go at Kelsey cook comedy. You ready to do some emails? Yes, please. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. This is called COVID dry streak anxiety. I think this is a very <laughs> relatable email. I think everyone yes. is going through this. And I think COVID-19. just hearing. <laughs> that's right. Just hearing that someone wrote in about COVID dry streak anxiety. I'm sure someone's helped by hearing that the email was written in, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I'm coming up my year anniversary of last having sex, and I'm getting pretty anxious about it. I'm a single 26-year-old female living in a medium Oh, okay. <laughs> the, crowd here. the crowd here is clapping and upset at the same time. I'm a single Wide range of emotions. Year old fe- <laughs> I'm a single 26-year-old female living in a medium-sized East Coast city, and the longest I've gone before this for not having sex since I was 18 was two months. Probably Wow. Get so- What's that, Shelby? I'm thinking Philadelphia. Oh, okay. (laughs) Shelby's already trying to find this person. Uh, (laughs) Besides the fact that I naturally have an extremely high sex drive and just just to get laid for my mental and physical health soon, I'm getting anxious that I'm going to suck in bed and forget how to have sex. I've been going on some dates throughout the pandemic, but definitely meeting a lot less people than normal. And there hasn't been anyone I'm super, uh, I've been super into and want to hook up with. I'd love to, I'd love it if I could just find a hot guy on a dating app and casually hook up. But I know myself and I get more attached emotional after sleeping with someone to, to, uh, to, I only hook up with guys I'm dating now. The issue is now I'm nervous whenever I meet the next guy I'm into. I'm going to be so bad, i.e. have no rhythm, tense up, not give good head. I even noticed myself getting sexual a few days ago while eating my daily morning banana practicing up. (laughs) (laughs) I love this girl. This is so great. Great email. Oh, ooh, that potassium. Oh, just her in the middle of like the Delta Sky Sky Lounge. Just taking that banana. Just making the porn gagging sounds just for her cats. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, you're licking the banana. Yeah, that's how I eat it now. I, I lick down the side of the banana. <laughs> I know I should be thinking of She's how got I'd two be- oranges at the bottom, just cradling. Yeah, just <laughs> massaging them. I know I should be thinking about how I feel and what I want, not focusing on him, but I personally get a lot of pleasure from taking charge and pleasing my partner in the bedroom, and that's my turn on that I don't want to lose. Should I let the next person I sleep with know how I'm feeling, or is it just like riding a bike or, and I should just feel it out? I've talked to some of my friends in the same boat, and they feel the same as me, so I feel like this could help a lot of your li- other listeners. Thanks, and attached, she's attached pictures of herself for reference. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how that helps this email she's very pretty um listen i think this is this is a very like you know we're taping this this is april 2021 yeah there couldn't be a more relatable email uh kelsey how do you feel about this what do you do you have any connection to this at all yeah i mean everybody's trying to be safe right now right like it's it's completely relatable um 
I think she's asking, should I tell the person? Should Mm. I just trust that these skills are going to come back? I think you can kind of feel it out with the guy if that, if you're having that sort of uh, level of vulnerability where you think you would connect more by Mm -hmm. saying, Hey, by the way, it's been a while and I'm feeling like a little, uh, not, I'm a little rusty. Don't you think that any vulnerability in that like space does help you connect more? Like I, I think like I think like it does the, help you connect, but I think for her because she's saying that she, her turn on is performing really well and betting getting the guy off. Mm. I think there's also something to be said about just being really fucking confident sure. and almost sometimes that sometimes that vulnerability kind of like ruins that song. You're singing a different song. Yeah, well, and I think so much of sex is that energy in that moment. And if you're not feeling confident, people can feel that, right? Because you're feeling it. And then if you're just not, but if you're really going for it and you're telling yourself like, nope, I, I know what the fuck I'm doing, done this before, and then kind of embodying that confidence, I think that is gonna be really hot too. And you're not, I know that a year probably feels really long, but you're 26, sounds like you've, been sexually active since you were 18 maybe 18. i mean you got some years under your belt like that those sort of muscle memory things i think will come back to you more than yeah. you realize I, I i think that everything you're saying i i i agree with um let's start at my 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 thing to her is let's start at everyone is having less sex totally. so like the world you know, so like <laughs> globally, yes, globally, like I, I, that's kind of the, the good and bad of COVID is that we're all going through something horrible, not something <laughs> bad at, but at the good of it is that we're all having it happen at the same time. So there's connection in that. Yeah. So like, let's connect on the idea. Like I can speak for myself. I'm having less sex. I'm feeling that anxiety as far as you know when sex happens again yeah i can't speak for anyone else on this show but like you know like that's something that is in the air Uh, totally and i think i think you're right that just going into these situations just knowing that should make you feel better should make you feel less alone in it um i would hate for her to try to be vulnerable in that way and be like, Hey, so it's kind of been a while. And then by chance, this dude is somebody who has been hooking up more and maybe they don't connect. And then that might make her feel even less confident as she's about to have sex. So it's, you have to feel it out with a guy. Oh no, it's okay. I just, that's what I'm saying. It's like, feel it out with that specific guy. It's definitely person to person. There's no blanket thing we can give you. Um, I, the only blanket thing I can give you is everyone is the globally there's less sex going on. Like it is, yes. there's a water drip of sex going on in the world. <laughs> I can also say that um, the, uh, the other thing I can say about that I know is going on is that you're a guy will like, if you're walking in it, like, you're going to be fine. That's the other thing I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you know what you're doing based on the email written. This is the type of person that's going to have a, is it's not, they're not, you're not going to walk into the room and be like, how do I take off this top? Like, you're going to be fine. And I know that's right. scary because you haven't been in that. Need to loosen up. Yeah. Loosen up here. <laughs> here's the last thing that I'll say about this. 
here's kind of a side door to vulnerability. And kind of like to jump off of what Kelsey, what you're saying, maybe not like sitting down in front of a candle and being like, so it's been a while since (laughs) I've been here before. And like, you know, maybe that's not the way, but it is kind of hot to me as a guy. If someone in their dirty talk is like, it's been a year. Like that's kind of hot to me. (laughs) Really? Yeah. So interesting to hear. Like in, in the heat of it being like, that's right that that would be me like she whispers in my ear it's been so long and i'm so excited for this to happen like right announcing that excitement for whatever's gonna happen like i i guess that would put more pressure on the guy but at the same time like the guy like gets charged up by that and then you know right (laughs) yeah Ever you know the the nature's howling and and but then when it ends there's always that post game talk that is like the fun talk and it's like so how long has it been what was the, you know like now good you're having point. a good conversation after it's happened that opens you guys up for like round two being more fun like I think there's like it's not just fun. when you come like it's how hard you come exactly <laughs> right well and there's. See, I'm so glad you said this because there is that other angle too of if you do it, if you make it kind of almost like a dirty talk thing where – because anatomically, if it's been a year, you're probably more tight than if you've been like super sexually active at a certain point. So you can like incorporate that into it too of make – like, hey, like – like These- go slow because it's been it's been a little you know what I mean like I'm sure for dudes they're pretty <laughs> like excited at the thought of like oh it's you know it might take a sec to like, well that you know I, mean? I think that is even like there's hotness in this whole type of thing like if you position it as dirty talk now you're giving information like it's like when you're doing a joke, like you give a little nugget of information to come mm-hmm. back to later. You're giving nuggets <laughs> of information, but right. in the heat of the moment. So this can let's look at it in the positive way. This could be fun. Would you be turned on if a guy was like, it's been so long or no, it doesn't. Because I think a guy would be tur- I I'm thinking about it being like I would be turned on if someone was like, uh, like she says that she's a um. She's a little bit more uh, forward, and yeah, and, and and like if a forward woman was saying that, I'd be like, "Wow, this is a fun hookup." Right. I I don't think it would do anything for me one way or another. It wouldn't be a turnoff for me for the mm. guy, especially during COVID times, to be like, "It's you know, it's been a little while." Uh, frankly, I think during COVID times, it would be more of a turn on for him to say it's been a while because. To me, that means he hasn't been out like <laughs> fucking a billion people during a yeah, global yeah, yeah. pandemic. So I think it's, especially during these circumstances, it would probably be more of a turn on. But uh, yeah. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Hello Tushy with a reminder Mother's Day is May 9th. Mom wiped your ass for years and now it's time to return the favor with the perfect gift for mother's day from hello tushy i i all of us i'm not alone my mom has done everything for me she checks in on me 
constantly. Have you, have you gone to the doctors? Have you wiped your ass? Have you put on a new shirt? Did you do your dry cleaning? It's always questions, 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 but it's only because they care. Now you can bring your mama into the future of toileting. The Hello Tushy 3.0 Modern Bidet Attachment is stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. It cuts toilet paper use by 80%, pays for itself in a few months. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleans itself with the Smart Spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. And it's easy to install. Even your parents can put this shit together. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. And if mom's already got a tush on her pot, you can upgrade her to the new 3.0 model. Join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Your mom's dealt with your shit for years. Now, give mom the gift of a clean butt from Hello Tushy. I love this. I love this idea for a gift because moms are so hard to get stuff for. Now you're getting her something that is actually a luxury that saves her money. Like, this is luxurious. And when you're over for Mother's Day, you can put it together. You can put it on for her. So, Go to hellotushy.com slash jtrain to get 10% off. This is a special offer just for you. Go to hellotushy.com slash jtrain for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash jtrain. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Feels CBD. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, pain. I'm going to tell you right now. I've, I think I'm a lot like you, the listener, It's been a year that's been stressful, more anxiety, more sleeplessness, and I've been taking Feels CBD, and it's helped a lot. I take it in the morning, and it just takes that edge off. Feels is a premium CBD that will help to keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. Place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The, The thing to remember about CBD is that Finding your right dose is important, and everyone's dose is different. In fact, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. That's, that's my favorite part about what they do, because this is new. I was not a believer. You call this line, it's an experienced person that can help you through the process to teach you what it's all about, and they can help find you the perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to make sure you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Start feeling better with feels. And special for my listeners, if you become a member today by going to feels.com slash JTrain and you'll get 50, 50, 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain to become a member and get 50, 50, 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. One more time, feels.com slash JTrain and feel better. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. Here with Kelsey Cook at Kelsey Cook Comedy on Instagram. Go follow Unprotected Sets. It's on Epics right now. You can watch it immediately. Right out. You can pause this. Watch it now. Go watch Kelsey's hilarious. You're gonna love her. Look what Thank the cat you. dragged in. Feather, feather. I became a You Up listener thanks to my cousin. My fandom began, and then I started listening to your podcast as well. I really enjoy your male perspective on things. Men have the tendency to blow up my blow my mind and not in a good way, upside down smiley face. Okay, so my question is about men who come crawling back and ask for a second chance after they've left in the first place. I've had this happen to me multiple times. Through- <laughs> the cats are coming back. 
Uh, I've had this happen to me multiple times throughout my 31 years, and I'm trying to understand why they do it. Why does it take uh, leaving to realize I was a catch after all? Why ask for a second chance and promise to be better if you're not willing to step it up? Do you think the amount of time in between breaking up and asking for second chance matters or makes a difference? P.S. Yes, I have taken some of these dumb asses back over the years. It doesn't sound like they worked out. For them no. to do the same thing again. I'm sorry for the things <laughs> I've done. That's them at, their, at her door. Um, just to have them do the same thing again. Just experienced this situation again recently. Maybe I'll learn my lesson eventually. Jared, help me solve this male mystery. Kelsey Cook, have you had this kind of happen to you? You're, your I, relationship status, you, you, you are recently single after being in a long-term, you know, you were married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I was married um, and then uh, got divorced right before COVID hit. Uh, but... The crowd is touched. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but, you know, he and I, uh, we were together for like eight years straight. There was never any breaking up or getting back together, anything like that. We were just together. Um, mm-hmm. But b- before him, I, I did have a relationship um, when I was younger. And that was a very on again, off again for a couple years. And that, I mean, generally. You- oh, go ahead. Sorry about that. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, it's okay. You can ask whatever. Um, did you find, because this happens with like, I think it happens with women. I'm, and I'm, I, this is why I'm asking, I'm asking you because she's sitting here. She's saying all these guys keep coming back. And there's a little bit of like, especially in the social media world we live in, guys see and they approach. So it's mm-hmm. like, they don't really think two day, you know, two years down the line, they're thinking two minutes down the line. (laughs) And I think with like, because people are so approachable via the doorstep of your social media, were you having people like, I didn't know that you were divorced. I knew that you were married before, Mm -hmm. but you know, I follow you on social media. I didn't really catch that wind from your. Did you have people that like kind of saw that like there was a separation going on and like, you know, guys reach out to you it, like just by a vibe of social media because sometimes if you're connected to someone on social media, it's like your food in the fridge. I think for a lot of guys, like they look at it, they look at it, they look at it. Oh, I'll have Chinese food. Like I and I know that mean that sounds icky and horrible, but <laughs> did you have that when you were getting divorced? Like this, like social media, like vibe check. Yeah. Well, I'm. I had posted a couple of things that ex- like made it clear that I was divorced. I posted a stand-up clip talking about mm-hmm. that I got divorced. Um, I had posted a tweet. <laughs> I think it was something <laughs> like um, fun getting divorced at 31 and having to change your emergency contact back to your mom. Hilarious. And so like yeah. there are things like there were <laughs> – <laughs> there are things that were out there that made it clear. And so once that was out there, then yeah, I definitely was getting some messages <laughs> from people. Um, but yeah, I mean, social media is so weird. And uh, like you said, that accessibility, people have access to people that they've never had before. And yeah. even if you're not following them, people know that they can slide into DMs and that there's like maybe a random chance that that day that person's going to look through them and it's a fucking crazy world online. It's it's yeah, it can be if if you can get if you get ahead of yourself it can be a bad way to go because yeah. I hear what she's saying. 
and and her question's totally valid that she's had a, a few multiple times guys break up with you and then they come back and the thing that she's not really accounting for is men feel loneliness too they deal with it maybe in different ways but they feel loneliness this is there i i don't believe that people come back to you because they've seen the light like i i i really don't believe that i think they've mm. they come back to you because They've seen the darkness of how <laughs> like hard it is to like meet new people and connect with new people and trust new people. And you are, you know, I don't think that you're an easy person, but you are an easy option. And because of social media, because a text, the numbers just sitting in your phone, you know, like if we think of another time, you yeah. would have to like find the number to call this person up. And there's actual effort made. I, I think of it like complaining. Like we deal with internet people that say you suck and this is offensive. I I don't think people would be as offended if it was harder to let us know. So Right. Yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, like if someone had to send me a letter saying how much <laughs> uh, a joke offended them, Maybe I'd get one letter a year yeah. because you got to get stamps. You got to get an envelope. You got to go mail it. You got to remember to mail it. It's just not right. You know, that's just not something people want to do. How offended are you? So it's the same thing with coming back to someone you used to date. Now right. it's pretty easy. That's so true. Yeah, and people, people can become comfort blankets to one another where it's like, even if this isn't the right thing, it's the thing I know. Like familiarity yes. is such a huge part of everything for humans. Like people will continue to stay in jobs they hate because it's just yeah. like, well, even though I, I hate this, at least I know I hate this. But what's scarier is the unknown. So I'm just going to keep doing this shit that I hate. Um, and I think also just as somebody who's now had a self-help podcast for like four years, I'm always thinking too in terms of what could be going on with these people that is maybe more than just they're lonely. Cause for me, that relationship I had when I was younger, that was so on again, off again, I learned later from therapy that it was really likely that that person had, um, borderline personality disorder, um, mm. where it's the kind of, um, benchmark of that is I hate you. Don't leave me. It's a constant push pull of like, really wanting intimacy, but being afraid of intimacy. So they're like trying to always find this middle ground where they're not going to risk getting hurt and they're not going to risk getting smothered. It's kind of this back and forth. So that is not to say that like any of these dudes you've dated have that. Um, it's just but, sometimes but you need to look at like there's there might be something else going on that is way bigger than you well, or... Yeah, that is to say, to your point and to loneliness or personality disorder, it's their problem. Not it's not about you. Usually. Right. You know, nine right. out of 10 times. So you have to remember nine out of 10 times. They're not coming back to you because, oh, my God, the one that got away. It's usually that they haven't gone to therapy. They haven't gone through their own shit. They haven't dealt with loneliness, personality disorder, whatever it might be. And right. it can go from the spectrum can be small issues to huge issues, but everyone's issues are big issues to them. What I will say to her 
She writes, yes, I have taken some of these dumb asses back over the years for them to do the same thing again. Maybe I'll learn my lesson eventually. You have to be an active participant in your own dating life. So like the idea that like, you know, they came back and I keep doing this. Why do these dumb asses keep doing? Okay. You know, she says, solve this male mystery. A lot of people write in here because they're trying to solve issues that they can't solve. And and, right. and, and, and so I can only speak to the emailer. And in this case, I want to speak to them. But a lot of people write to me like, well, why do these guys keep doing it? You can't waste your time trying to figure out the problems of other people because it's not your responsibility to do. What I would say to this person, let's think about our own issues. Let's think about like, hey, um, when I get out of a relationship, I need to stop. Like I need to take away the social media accessibility. I need to block, end it, like stop right. worrying about looking like I care too much. No, you care the right amount. Right. Well, and kind of maybe looking at where your self-worth is at because you might not realize that you don't have a great image of yourself and that maybe you don't really love yourself fully and then you're gonna keep attracting dudes that potentially are gonna keep doing this pattern with you because they might have their own issues and you're just gonna sure. keep meeting somebody that's not the right fit yeah and and it's again this stuff is hard and letting people back in i get why you know to me it's junk food i get it like sure I, oh you know, crap. I, I under yeah <laughs> yeah i understand why people eat mcdonald's french fries they're fucking delicious i understand why someone takes back an x it's fucking delicious you know right. i get it. it it's not good for you though the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. Think about everything you've ever learned about getting healthy. There's a lot of contradictory information out there, and things like that old-fashioned food pyramid aren't much help. Enter Noom. It's not about what you just ate. It's about how you eat in, in general. I, I love Noom, I have to say, because it's taking a different approach that's fact-based. It's based in psychology. It knows that this is you know, eating and being healthy is a hard thing for us to do. And it's not just about saying to someone, go for a run or eat less. No, 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 no. It's about a psychology that we have to reteach ourselves. Noom teaches you how to eat so you can accomplish your personal health goals and stick with them long term. Because you don't need rules to lose weight, you need knowledge. If you want to get healthy and stay healthy, you need to know more about how you make decisions. That's a big part. Why am I eating? I'm not even hungry, but I just ate another meal. Why'd you do it? Noom teaches you about eating your cravings and how to build new habits so you can ditch your misconceptions and get smart about food and make the right choices. I'm telling you right now, I mean, when it's, this speaks to me, the misconceptions. I tweeted this the other day. Everything at Trader Joe's I just assume is healthy. That's insane. Go look at the snacks at Trader Joe's. It, it, that's just not possible. But just because there's Trader Joe's on it, I, I, I just have this like thing that I've been growing up with. Noom, you pick the health goals that are right for you, and Noom personalizes a weight loss program to help your aspirations become a reality. I'm telling you, I love this app. It is the little nudge in your side you need. The calorie tracker is amazing. Noom is di designed by psychologists, but there's no scientific jargon or complicated stuff to remember. Noom makes learning easy. Over 80% of Noomers finish the program, and over 60% have stuck with their goals for at least one year. Can, can I, 60% have stuck with their goals at least one year? That's that's crazy. There's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M. 
Noom.com slash JTrain. That's Noom.com slash JTrain. Learn how to eat again with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash JTrain. Sign up today, Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash JTrain, Noom.com slash JTrain. The JTrain Podcast is brought to you by Blue Blocks. Blue Blocks makes the best sleep mask known to man. This isn't the complimentary mask you get for showing up to an airplane. This was designed to block out all the light. Blackout curtains make you seem like a vampire, and they don't even work that well. If you need to catch some Zs, this is the mask for you. I'm telling you right now, I have it, and I'm bringing it whenever I travel. That's the best part. On a plane, at a hotel room where that little sliver of light gets through the, the, the curtains. Here's the thing. You've all been training for this. I wasn't a sleep mask guy before I got to know Blue Blocks. And you know what? What I realize is after a year of wearing that mask, I'm used to stuff on my face. And this is very comfortable. It feels like an extra just pillow on your eyes. Any amount of light can keep me up. Even red light on my TV will annoy the hell out of me. The Remedy Sleep Mask from Blue Blocks blocks out everything. Total darkness, 100% blackout. It's like the Sandman is personally cupping your eyes so you drift off to dreamland. Zero eye pressure, easy to sleep in. Darkness is good for you. It's proven to increase restorative sleep, both REM and deep sleep. Adjustable head strap that's non-elastic so it does not wear out. Plus, it's contoured sides. Allow for side and belly sleepers. No slipping. I am a, I guess I'm a belly sleeper, and it's been it's comfy. It, it feels like it's just part of the pillow. Plus, it's uh, plus it's ultra lightweight. This breathable fabric won't leave you feeling overheated. They thought of everything. So this is the thing. They've built a better mousetrap. No one has ever looked at the sleep mask and been like, how do I make that the best ever? And that's what Blue Blocks has done. Blue Blocks has done their research to make the best sleep mask available. Support them because they support the show. Get yours today and 20, 20, 20% off with code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at blueblocks.com slash JTRAIN. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com slash JTRAIN for 20% off. Blueblocks.com slash JTRAIN. Use code JTRAIN for 20% off. Sleep tight. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Kelsey Cook at Kelsey Cook Comedy. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Her special is out right now on Epics. Go watch. Hilarious. Quick. Inviting remote Zoom coworkers to wedding. I love this question. Okay. J train. Feather, feather, planning my wedding guest list, and it feels weird not to invite my coworkers that I talk to all day on Zoom, even though we live in different cities in California. Where to invite or not invite them to my wedding? It seems rude since they know my wedding is coming up, or is it ruder to impose the invitation travel obligation on them? What do you think, Kelsey Cook? Zoom, oh, that's, zoom. that's right. <laughs> that is such a good question, especially See, during COVID times. Um, and you feel close to these people, but you're not close to these people. There are people that have worked with people for a year and haven't even met them yet, really. Right. Oh yeah. Um, I would be curious to know how big your wedding is and if you are in a position financially where it's just like you can, I mean, it sounds like the way you're asking it, it's more like you're worried you're going to impose on them. Yes. I think, I think if it would make you happier to have them there and you want them there, go ahead and send an invite because it's really up to them. Um, we're all adults. We can yeah. gracefully decline an invitation. Or some people might be so excited to go to something like that if it's you know being done safely, if they feel safe about it. It's an excuse to yeah. like leave the house and do something. Totally. I, I, it, there's so many different levels to this because I, I, 
until you said it, like they might be excited. I never really thought of that. Like, I, I think like to me, COVID is a chance to rethink how honest we are with people and how much time, like to me, like a wedding, like you can fuck it. Don't invite people like now weddings can be small. You have the excuse built in. Hey, we're doing a small thing. I don't think anyone on that zoom is going to be offended. You didn't invite them to the wedding. Totally. I I think, I think they're going to go. I think all of us kind of assume the, with a wedding, like with a wedding being done right now, like, Oh, they had restrictions, whatever. And you can kind of live in that world without even answering that question. You can be like, yeah, you could just be like, yeah, the wedding, it's beautiful. I can't wait. And people would just assume on their own that you're having a smaller wedding where they don't deserve to be invited. Also, on the other side of that, nobody fucking wants to go to your wedding. They'd like to. They don't want to. Okay? So your wedding, yeah. Like uh, like when I get invited to when I, I – before COVID, when I got when I didn't get invited to like a college friend's wedding, I'd be like, oh, thank goodness. I don't have to send right. a gift. I don't have to like make an excuse. I don't know. Because we're all narcissists. We all believe the minute we get that invitation, how am I going to get out of this one? They're yeah. happy to lose you. Okay. So right. I think not inviting them is okay. I think if you do invite them, the idea of the obligation, I don't think they're going to, I think they're either going to be, you're going to have people that you're going to be surprised by that are like, I'm there because they're just looking for reasons to not, you know, talk through a computer for a weekend. Yeah. Well, and even if, yeah, of course there's that pressure of, oh, I don't want them to feel obligated. Sometimes it just feels nice to get the wedding invitation and go, oh, I, that's really nice that they think of me in that way. Right. Sometimes that's a really big indicator of like, oh, this is a closer friend than maybe I thought we were. And that's really nice that they wanted to include me in that. So you might make their day just by getting the invitation. Yeah, I, I, I'm, it's a tough one to answer because like both sides are right. Invite them if you want them. Don't invite them if you don't want them. The idea yeah. of it being rude either way, I don't think it's rude to invite yeah. people that you genuinely want at your day. There's no such thing. And again, this is like a lot of this dating advice. It comes down to like, how, are you acting honestly? So if you're inviting them because you want them there, there's nothing rude in that. If you're inviting them because you're like, hopefully they don't come and they send a gift, that is a hijacking and you're a dishonest <laughs> asshole. Right. <laughs> JTrainPodcast exactly. at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Kelsey Cook. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Get involved. Unprotected sets. I mean, let's do... Oh, we have some... Do I, do I have a right to be annoyed? I like these ones. Ooh, it's like exciting. Always fun to tell someone that they don't have a right to be annoyed. I broke up with my boyfriend almost two months ago. We were together for six months. Side note, a few months ago, I emailed you about meeting his rude best friend, and you read it on one more email. Oh, that's the patreon.com slash Jared Freed uh, podcast we do every Friday. It was great advice, by the way, and that was the beginning of the end for us. Okay. I was sad to break up, but it turned out to be a great decision because I feel so at peace. We agreed to be friends, and I meant it. However, now I have zero interest in being friends. I just don't feel the need to, and I realize I don't miss him at all. He also overshares on social media, which he always, uh, which has always annoyed me. 
He keeps liking my friends' IG and Facebook pictures. He will even love react these things on Facebook. He did this when we were together, too, so I guess I can't be annoyed. That annoyed at him. Do I have a right to be annoyed? I kind of feel like they're my friends, so he should back off. Should I tell him to stop? Should I tell him to I no longer want to be friends? We haven't spoken in person since we broke up. Any insight would be appreciated. I appreciate you. I don't think uh, so, pal. So That's not how this works. <laughs> so Kelsey, what do you think about this? I mean, I think it's it's okay for you to feel that way. There's nothing wrong with sure. feeling that way. Uh, if I were you, I probably wouldn't act on it just because this sort of thing will probably die off over time. I don't imagine that this guy is going to continue doing this for forever uh he will probably once he starts to move on more kind of move on from that whole part of his life but he's probably still like likes being connected to you in some way maybe his feelings after the breakup are different than yours like maybe he still has more feelings but i wouldn't say anything because if you're happy with how things are left between the two of you where things are on good terms sure that's so rare and it's so great when that happens that eh, unless he's like really crossing some line and it's really, really not okay, then I would probably just let it dissipate. Yeah, I, I mean, this is kind of the problem with like attempting at friendship right after the relationship. Needs to be some time. You need time and, you know, you're saying he overshares on social media. I'm he but you said he always which always annoyed you so like the overshare when you were in a relationship felt different than the out of the relationship overshare because now you're watching someone that you know it's a, it's i guess it's can be considered slightly embarrassing because they kind of represent you especially if they're like tied to your friends on social media so I think this idea of like trying to be friends with that you with someone that you were there just you weren't there for friendship. You were there for a relationship. It didn't work out. It's time to back away. I would say to this person, there's nothing to say, but there is stuff to do to like preserve your own feelings. Unfollow, unsubscribe, unfriend and back away from them and maybe block on some social medias. And if he asks you about it, say yeah, it was just kind of difficult for me to watch you in a different light than when we were in a relationship. That's the only thing you have to say if it comes up. And, right. you know, I think there's probably a fear with her of like he's liking these because he likes his her friends and, you know, something. Will, and it's like you have no control over that. You can hope that that won't happen. But it's you. I would ho I would say that you probably your friendships. You would hope that they're good enough that they can come to you and be like, Hey, he keeps liking my things and he's kind of now reaching out. And then you say to them, I would block. He's just a big social media kind of like, you know, uh, he gets around on social media and he's kind of bad in that way. But I, I've, and then you could say I've unfollowed and unfriended because I didn't like it. So that kind of right. frees them up to do the same. You can also mute or hide if you want yeah. to just avoid that conversation of like, well, why'd you unfollow me or whatever? Just do whatever you need to do to not see shit. But if if you want to avoid more like confrontation or contact or whatever, you, there are other things you can do as well. Or, you know, like you said, Jared, you can completely unfollow. But sometimes the mute is like a very discreet, like, sure. 
you know, <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more email. Is that cool, Kelsey? Of course. Yeah. Let's do one more. I send it to you before the podcast. Okay. Did you get you, it? You send it to me? Yes. Oh, shoot. I didn't get it. Um, Is it on my email? It should be your email. Oh, I just got it. Okay. Okay, great. I'll read it and then we'll read the screenshots together. You ready? Got it. Okay. Okay. So I, okay. So this one's called probably the meanest thing a guy could do. Okay. You ready? This is from March. Okay. Jared, still suck at dating, but feel like I'm getting better thanks to your blunt, real advice. Love your podcast. Okay. So I hooked up with a guy two weeks after getting out of a seven-year relationship. I had never slept with anyone other than the guy I was dating, and it was definitely too soon. I thought it was going to just be a drunken one-night stand, but the guy was actually really cool and kind of perfect for me. We hung out three more times, and when he found out how recent my breakup was, he was like, oh, okay, so this is just a rebound thing. And he actually got into a very serious relationship just weeks later. That's shitty. I, yeah. That doesn't feel like you were getting the truth from this guy. No. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, all of that is, that just all sounds messy and too and bad that he like, didn't. Yeah. It just sounds like a liar to me. It sounds like he found an out and he took it. Right. Because any, like, if it was a good person, they'd be willing to have a conversation about, like, you know, because sure, in terms of rebound, like, time frame, yeah, that is a rebound time frame. But it sounds like if they were really having a connection that she didn't see him as a rebound. And so he kind of was like, no, 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 I'm a rebound. I, I got it. Yeah. I'm going to leave. But, like, just <laughs> he already was trying to, yeah. Yeah, it's a, nobody, that's always bad. He has no right to label himself the rebound. Right, right, yeah. It's it's a little it, gaslighty, a little bit, you know. I, yeah, I, I agree. This was now a year and a half ago. I continued to talk about this guy and always thought, right person, wrong time. I would disagree with that. I would say that this guy showed you who he was on the way out and he might have been a nice person that you connected with, but not the right per. I don't know. I, I It's tough for me to disagree. I just don't. I think right person, wrong time is just an easy blanket statement for people to make. But from the yeah. sound of it, it's a guy who wanted to hook up. He saw an out. He took it. And you didn't really know him that well. Yeah, you really, you did not know him well. That's, I think, always a good reminder. Like, you might feel like a strong connection to somebody and that's great, but like that really does take time to get to know somebody's character. It's really easy to be a fun uh, day after sex person. For like, sure. Plenty of those people show, out there. <laughs> yeah, you, that's not when you show your true colors. Your true colors <laughs> no. are like, hey, I need you to come over and, you know, and, and get be here for this dinner party where my friends are coming. You know, like there's other like real things. Yes. But it's easy to be, if you're fun and flirty in the bed afterwards, that's a fun thing. That's a great thing. It's just not that difficult, even though it might be hard to find. Right. Before. Right. I heard through the grapevine that he broke up with his girlfriend about six months ago. So I decided to follow him on Instagram and think about if I wanted to message him or not. Okay. So I'll, I'll say this right away. Before we get into this, when you follow the guy, that's all the message he needs. Like the idea of like, mm. I'm deciding whether to message him or not. No, you've already slept together. Then you followed him. So you're basically saying 
the way you ended things before is okay with me and I'm here for it. And so the right. idea that you're still in control, again, you're always in control, but I'm saying the idea that like, well, then I'll decide whether I message him or not. No, he knows that you're there on good standing. Right. right. Or he feels that way, I would assume. Right. To my surprise, he responded to my story that day and sparked up a conversation. We both have moved to the same town and had no idea, which I, of course, told myself was the universe telling me something. LOL. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of convenient conclusions that she comes to. I played it really cool and tried not to show how, uh, too much interest because after, my, uh, because after my breakup, I feel I came on a little too strong and I was a drunken mess whenever he saw me. I did ask him to hang out, and he suggested a group hang, which I thought was a subtle hint that he wasn't looking to date, which is fair since he is going through a breakup. See, she keeps giving him all these benefits of the doubt. Right. And it's allowing him to get everything he wants. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's making it so that it's just a heavily cushioned, padded area for him like there's no there's nothing that he can do to fuck up yeah exactly and and there's no effort to be given like he hasn't even he the only effort he dm'd to a story he didn't even search you to message you the the d the dm is right below the story you posted that's as easy as it gets right i would have been totally down to just fuck this guy again he's beautiful okay anyway we ended up going out with some friends when someone I know uh, knew decided to wingman for my nervous self. He said, eh, yeah, I've already hooked up with her, but what about the friend she brought? Hold okay, on. Hold, hold on. I need to re-, re Okay. We ended up going out with some friends, and when someone I knew decided to wingman for my nervous self, he said, oh. eh, yeah, I've already hooked up with her, but what about the friend she brought? What a dick. <laughs> that is so shitty. So he's Do you saying get what's that about, happening? No, he's, I don't. He's, I, okay. So he had, uh, so she had a friend mm. go up to the guy to try to like gauge what his interest was at that point. Oh. And he said to the friend, eh, I already hooked up with her. So he's talking about her. Like I already hooked up with her, I but what you. about a friend she brought? Yeah. And then Dude, my rock. my my wingman said no that's not an option and you need to tell her you're not interested because i think she has the wrong idea he also told some bullshit story about how i matched with his roommate on hinge so that obviously means i'm into his roommate and not him yeah this guy's no good this guy i know this guy's every tool in the in in the in the hashtag he's using yeah. Um, I had never met his roommate or had I, any, I had I had any idea who he was. See, he keeps using the excuses that are just like available to him. Right. Um, I checked Hinge and we matched a month ago and never talked. Yeah. Like she doesn't know she matched with your friend. She's on Hinge. She's single. Right. She's allowed to match with people. He didn't really talk to me at all and continue to try and flirt with my friend who was into talking to someone else that was there. Why the fuck would this dude message me? Was he just trying to be my friend? Do we think that he is now trying, going to try and hit me up again since my friend rejected him? How fucking hurtful is it to, for someone who uh, you have been talking to to decide like they're your friend more? I feel like the ugliest person ever and have lost all Aww. confidence. Here's how the conversation started in our last messages from after we hung out. So let's go to the messages. Okay. So this is like from... 
when she so she friend requests them or she follows him on Instagram and he writes back to her story. So this is minute one. I'll be him. Okay. Well, hello. <laughs> Long time no see. Haha, ha, it's been a minute. How's it going? It's good. No complaints. Just been really busy with work. Moved up to blank a couple months ago. What about yourself? Oh, cool. I just moved to blank last week. So I'm guessing that's that's how they got into it together. Right. To me, a guy sends that message because he's looking to unearth an old option. Okay. But that is, I understand why she's like, but why would you unearth an old option if when my friend asks you how you feel about me, you go, ah, I already hooked up with her. I, I think this guy thinks of things in as this guy thinks of things the way people who respond to D to Instagram stories thinks of things. They're just responding to that one thing in that one minute. It's like people with short-term memory loss. Like he's just like, hot girl, respond. Hot girl, respond. Oh, hot girl came with hotter girl to me. Not saying she's hotter. I'm saying, you know, to to this person, like, I understand why you've lost confidence, but like this guy's literally just going his his penis is like a uh like a like a tractor beam just on anybody. Like it, it, he doesn't really have taste. He's going boop, 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 boop. It doesn't matter. So and he sees you two at the party, goes, I want to be with the friend because he's a, a dickhead who doesn't really care about the feelings of you because to him, you're someone from Instagram. You're someone that he met a long time ago. It's it's a it's a shitty thing. So let's go to the other DMs that, that were sent. Okay. So this um, is after the okay. night. I Right. Okay. So hey, Mel and I are missing our sunglasses. Any chance they're at your place? Ha ha, we found a pair of electrics, but I think that's it. That was a fun night. Okay, sick. Let me know if right. Oh, if Ray Bans turn up. It was fun. You guys have a cool group. Okay, I'll keep an eye out. Uh, keep an eye out for them. Thanks. You girls were very fun as well. We should all keep hanging out. Definitely, we'll be around. Oh man, fuck this guy. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck See, this guy. And you're being so sweet, and uh, you deserve better. Like you really do. And I know that's people automatically seem more desirable when they are unavailable and when they're doing mm-hmm. shit like this. But truly this is don't waste any more of your time on this guy. Like you, you deserve much better. Yeah. She's got to unfollow him. She's got to take away the accessibility. She's got to block in some way. You have to trust that your friend isn't going to go for this guy. I don't think she will. She already rejected him once. What I would also say to her is this guy She's like, why is he doing this? Why is he acting like a friend? This guy's always going to be just nice enough to keep the option going. It's And it leads back to like all these social things of like guys being told to approach the woman and dealing with rejection a lot. I'm not like, I know I sound like I'm apologizing for, for an asshole. He is an asshole, but I'm saying like, I think this, you know, why do guys keep approaching in these nice ways when they don't want, when they're saying, I'll go for the friend too, because he's looking to rack up as many options as possible so that he doesn't have to ever get turned down again. And Mm -hmm. that's what it is because you're told growing up, approach and say hi and be a man. And so that kind of has a negative side effect where this guy is like, okay, I'm going to approach as many people as possible so that I'm never without. I'm putting away 
acorns for the winter. And <laughs> your job is to not be an acorn and to not be an a- And the problem is easy acorns are through responding to Instagram stories. And it's shitty. I, I, I'm, I agree with Kelsey. I, I agree with you 100%. It's just you got to do something because this guy's always going to be just nice enough where you go. And again, you said he's gorgeous. He's a good-looking guy. He sounds like it. Um, but it's he's never going to be that guy that he was that morning after you guys hung out and went out a few times. Right. And well, like you mentioned earlier in the podcast, that men get lonely too. And sometimes that racking up of people is to combat the possibility of loneliness. It's like, well, if I always kind of have something, then I don't have to feel this way. Um, there's a great quote. I talk about it on stage now. That is, uh, once you know your worth, you'll stop giving people discounts. And it's great. you've been giving this dude a like, he is fucking, he has got a lot of sales He's tags on him. You have discounted him <laughs> heavily and no, like no more discounts for this. You're dude. so right. The whole example, like when we were talking in the beginning, those are all discounts she's giving him. Oh, you know, uh, you know, the, he also told, I match with his roommate. That's a discount that he's giving himself. You know, like exactly, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 and and yeah, you know. Oh, he's oh, probably just looking I, for something casual because he just got out of a relationship. Like discounts, discounts, discounts. Totally. And by doing that, you are making your worth that same level. Like you are fucking a sales tank top at Forever Twenty One, and no shit, I still fucking love some Forever Twenty One stuff. But I'm just saying, like, you don't have to keep lowering your value to be enough for this dude. Like. Totally. That's not the right thing. And you're going to be better. You're going to find better. You're young and hot and it's going to be okay. You're a Gucci dress, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Kelsey cook. Thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. I always love doing the show. Everyone go follow Kelsey at Kelsey cook comedy. Go watch the special on epics. Uh, Unprotected sets. Go watch, go get involved. Self-helpless is the podcast. Shelby. Thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you. Go go follow Shelby at Classic Shelby on all platforms. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.